Hi, everyone. Welcome to We Fix Real Estate. I am Misty McAfee. I'm here with Fred Glick. Say hi, Fred. Hi, Fred. And Brianna Rutherford. Say hi, Brianna. Hello. Did I get your last name right? It's Rutherford. Hard to mess up Rutherford. <laughs> Rutherford. Yeah, I, I thought so, but yet like never know. Yet one, never one know. Of the members of, one of the members of Genesis, by the way, so. Yes, I knew that. I was, I was just checking y'all. Good job. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so today, Brianna is our special guest, and Fred's going to tell us why. Okay. So I was talking. I was talking to Brianna the other day, and I was telling her what happens in the state of Pennsylvania in terms of documentation. So. We have to give the consumer a consumer notice ahead of time when we first start talking to them in depth about real estate. And then when they see a property, there might be a seller disclosure that's about three pages long of you know, things the seller knows about the property or doesn't know. And then the agreement to buy the property. And that's pretty much it. I mean, you have some federal disclosures like um, uh, lead-based paint, things like that, which you have to have. But that's basically all it is. And if you need anything extra, you just do an addendum. In California, though, (laughs) basically in Pennsylvania, it's easy. You can do it blindfolded. In California, we need a specialist. We need somebody who knows all this stuff, every piece of paper. There's going to be so much stuff. 98% of it is completely irrelevant. But because of lawsuits and et cetera, et cetera, and state rules and local, wait till she tells you some of this stuff they disclose to you. It's awesome. So without further ado, let me bring Brianna Rutherford in. And I mean, you've been with me, what, about since 2014, 15, something like that? Kind of the beginning of Marina. Yeah, since right after, well... I interviewed when I was pregnant with my oldest son and he's seven oh. now. Okay. So, so that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. 13, okay. 14, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so just, seen, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I've seen it all. Um, yeah. I was a licensed real estate agent um, and did that for a while. I got into the business of course in 2011 when it was horrible And so did that for a year. And then I transitioned into being a transaction coordinator and I got uh, certified with the state of California to do that. And I've been doing that since then. So yes, um, Pennsylvania, very easy in comparison. Um, In California, there's, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen or been a part of a transaction that has less than you know, 300 pages of information. So the juxtaposition. Buyer or seller, right? Correct. That's either way. Yeah. Everybody signs everything basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the, I would say the main, the main, main disclosures, if there's so many little offshoots of them, but, um, some of the main disclosures are, one we call the TDS for short, but that is actually just the real estate transfer disclosure statement. So this is going to be what a seller 
fills out for you, um, for the agent, for themselves and you, I mean the buyer that tells you everything they possibly can that car has come up with car, California association of realtors. Isn't it a state form? Isn't this a state mandated form and not a car form per se? The TDSN, the yes. EQ? So they are, but car is the one that decides sort of in conjunction with them oh, sure. what should go on it. Right, because they're yeah. in charge of the paperwork. But Right, exactly. So yeah, this is the one that talks about everything from you know, what's included. Do you have a kitchen sink? Do you have, you know, washer and dryer? Do you have a water heater, which you have to, and then it goes into things about, um, your sprinkler system. If you've redone anything in your house, your windows, are there no noisy neighbors or dogs next door to you? And then you Mm. also, yeah, that's that, that. You know, that brings us up. I just want to interject that we have a client mm-hmm. right now who's actually moving because of a barking dog. So, are they, are they if they're thinking about selling the house, they got to put there's a barking dog. Absolutely, absolutely. Hurts the value and the, of the property. Yeah i I have done so many transactions, and I just have to say, advice for sellers: disclose. Ever read? Disclose, disclose, disclose. Don't. This is the stupidest thing you can do: is lie or or misrepresent. Right. Or everybody knows. Forget. (laughs) Right. Or or just think like, oh yeah, I'm just going to fill this out and what I I mean. Just what happens if they misrepresent? What's the consequence? Well, let's say they forget to tell you that there's this massive plumbing leak that they had and they never really got it fixed and it's underneath the house and the inspector can't get to it. So you figure, oh, we won't tell anybody. Then they find out about it two years later. Eli comes after them (laughs) and torches them and it's fraud and it's deception and the the real estate agent gets sued and then they get and go to the um, uh, hoochie-wachie, the uh, D&O insurance. Mm-hmm. And that's how, and that's my whole point of if you're going to list or use somebody, ask them about their E and O insurance claims, and you'll see. It's like really, it, yeah. It, it's, it's just stupid to do, but move on. Yeah. So <laughs> there's there's another one called an SPQ, which is Seller Property Questionnaire, and that is a little bit more detailed and goes into a little bit more specifics about some of the disclosures, um, about your property. And this also, these two forms are great for buyers because this is what gives buyers a heads up about what's going on with the property. Um, because whether you, you know, whatever your situation is, there's always something going on with the property. Nine times out of 10. So you have to have that information going in because that affects everything that affects right. you know the the price of the house and et cetera et cetera negotiating exactly so, and that's that's the problem between northern and southern california uh, at the time of this podcast so many most of the agents in southern california will not give you anything they won't give you the uh either one of those forms ahead of time until you sign an agreement because in the old school ways of selling to people Oh, let them sign the agreement. Then they're emotionally involved and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? You know, those days are over. Stop it. 
this is why when we list your property, everything's prepared. I don't let it go on until everything is done because it's crazy. Just let everybody know everything up front. They're going to find out anyway, because yeah. under their idea, under their idea, you got you got to negotiate twice. It's 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 cuckoo. Yeah, it's one of those things like you want to go into any situation with the most knowledge and eyes wide open that you can. And especially real estate, because at the end of the day, these are huge investments, you know, and there is if it's not an investment for you and it's more of an emotional component, that matters, too. You know, yeah. I'm I'm a first time homeowner in the last four years, and that was monumental for us to be able to buy in the Bay Area. And so for you know, any buyer, it's really important. And for a seller, they're selling and moving on to another part of their life. And, you know, if you don't do the paperwork right, or you don't disclose things, that's not a place you want to be. Yeah, it's just dumb. Move on. Okay. Yeah. If you're thinking about doing that and coming to us, don't. <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah, I like to personally, as the transaction manager of listings, I like to have everything already done. And so when a buyer is looking at our listing, they're not just looking at the pictures. Ooh, ah, pretty photography. They're looking at what is actually happening and what's, you know, going on because some things, you know, our house is a fixer upper for some people. That's not okay for other people. It is. So anyway, so yeah, another disclosure that's really um, important is the NHD, which is the natural the natural hazards disclosure. So this is <laughs> don't, mandated. Don't, don't read it though. <laughs> you will never move to California anywhere after you read. You this are thing. in a flood <laughs> zone. You're in a fire zone. You're in a seismic zone. The whole state is a zone of. Um, falling into disaster. Disaster. Yeah, we're just like go watch, go watch the movie 2012, and that's what could happen at any second in California. Exactly. Just assume we're going to fall into the Pacific Ocean at any moment. Yes. Um, Yes. And assume while it's happening, we will be on fire. And that they'll still they'll still charge double for the housing. Correct. Uh, Make sure you have your surfboard handy. Is really you know the important thing. Exactly. The Weezer yeah. song. It's the Weezer song. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, this this disclosure is done based on where the house is and based on all of these governmental reports that have been taken to survey the area. So it talks about, like we said, these zones that you're in. And then it gets down to the city that you're in and the ordinances. And it talks about things like radon gas and, um, you know, methamphetamine areas near you. And um, do they show you where they are? So if you want to buy meth, you can just stop by? Or No, that would be convenient, no? but they don't. <laughs> oh, it, sounds like, okay. it sounds like a very sexy document. Yes. It averages 52 pages. Um, it has maps that are probably done in like 1997 Microsoft DOS. I don't know what's happening with the maps. They're very old school. But um, it does have a summary page for you where it gives you about 
10 points? Are you in a flood zone? Are you in a fire zone? Are you in a seismic zone? And is checked yes, no. And um, yes, this can be something that is very worrisome for a lot of buyers. Um, we actually just had one um, I thought was interesting, um, a transaction. Obviously, I won't say any names or locations, but um, this house had been involved in an earthquake down in Southern California, a rather famous earthquake. And these buyers were absolutely like obsessed with the fact that this house had been involved in an earthquake, that possibly from now until the end of the universe that there will be another earthquake. They wanted the sellers to somehow <laughs> make that property not be in an earthquake zone. Um I, I exaggerate a little bit, but no, they, they've got the NHD report um, and they were very, very concerned and <laughs> they almost backed out of the transaction buying this home because of, you know, the earthquake damage from this earthquake in the early nineties to this house, which had been remedied. And um, it wasn't also significant. and and it got to its height, its crescendo, when the seller had to, you know, make a document that said, I mostly lost dishes that came out of a cabinet that was on the northwest corner of the house, you know, to that extent is what this buyer wanted for um, the information. Unfortunately, we do a lot of things in real estate. We do not predict. We cannot predict when a flood, fire, or earthquake will happen. Can we say that Ariva does that? Would that we can't use that as a selling point or that, that we psychics? do predict it? Wait, let's yeah. hire a psychic. There we go. Yeah. We're in, we're in, you know, I, I've always had the idea that I would hire or I'd have one be able to use someone refer who is a psychologist or psychiatrist because. Yeah. Some people actually need that. You're changing venues. Or now it's you're trying to buy a house in this thing. It's like, okay, I'll pay for an hour of therapy for you. Yeah. Not a bad good, idea. That's a good sell. Yeah. It'd be it would set us apart. We need yeah, that lady sure that was on like Donahue back in the eighties and nineties. She had the short blonde hair. She was a psychic. Um, no, it's Oh I yeah, had, what was her name? She's gotta be dead now. Her. She's gotta be or hundred and seventy years old. Yeah. Oh I yeah. I just remember watching her when I was little well, sick from school. Did well, she know stuff? Some, well, you know, it's the same bullshit. I mean, she, she she was just very, 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 just very, very, you know, she had this believable. She yes. had a really raspy voice. Well, she there's got to be some crowd work. There's got to be some millennial um, astrologer who, who, hey, you know, we, we can't guarantee him, but. He's got credentials, you know. Yeah. Maybe we can find somebody. Absolutely. So you, we could offer check the box for psychic, or do you want the psychologist hour? You get an hour yeah. with one of one your of choosing. It. Yeah, exactly. And that'll tell us a lot about you. Yeah, I think if we made them take personality tests before we took them on as clients, we definitely could dodge a lot of things. Um, I think Fred is his own personality test before we take on clients. I think we've got that covered. Yeah, yes. if they can deal with me and they get me, then we're we're happy. You know, I love working we're, with people. We love to work. We, we, we like working with each other. We're ninety percent through if they can get that part. 
Yeah, pretty Absolutely. much. I mean, so there yeah, can always be some. Yeah, go ahead. We're getting off topic as usual. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So I was just saying that's that's a that's a big one, and it's it's very difficult because there is no way to really monetize for that. In that, you know, I've had some transactions where they see something on the you know, natural disclosure report, and they want to then change the price because dependent on where that house is. Um, Fred can speak to this as well more than I can, yeah. but that doesn't really work in California. Um, you know, yeah. saying, saying I'm, this house is in an earthquake zone, therefore it should be less money doesn't really work. No, no. I mean, there is, and you've probably seen this, if you're in what they call the flats, basically between the San Francisco Bay and the mountains to the west, so all those towns, Palo Alto inclusive, it basically says in the NHD, if there's an earthquake, you just basically become sand, and you just get buried. And that's right, it. You're, it's you're it's dead all that on way. infill, because we, back in the day, historically, they pulled it out of the bay. I used to live in Sunnyvale. So every disclosure report in Sunnyvale was like, hey, just to let you know, if there's a major earthquake, you're going to go back into the bay. Exactly. You're done. Like one of my buyers saw that freaked out. Oh, my God. You know, ask the seller about this. Something to ask. I've seen that a lot with with termites as well. Like everyone gets super freaked out here about termites, but every single house here has termites. And it's just like, if you're going to buy here, you got to know it's not a big deal. It's going to happen. They've got it here's covered. The, here's the reason. It never freezes here, so they never die. That's why back east, you see them in the spring, you know, but you don't find them in January because they're dead. So I can tell you from another recent transaction, if y'all are looking for advice. Um, they are. They are. Maintain your house. Maintain your house. Simple. What's going to happen is if you don't maintain your house for 40 years and then you go to sell it, you're going to have $65,000 worth of termite fixes. Mm-hmm. And, right. and you could have paid $200 a year to have the guy come once a year. Exactly. Oh, right. So pay for somebody to come out, get them under the house, have them do those tubes in the ground or whatever, and maintain that because those are the types of things that come out in this process because aside and in conjunction with these disclosures, you're also having home inspections usually. Um, Yes. Obviously in California, the real estate market's a little crazy. So some people do a non-contingent offer. So a non-contingent offer would mean that there's contingencies built into the contract. This is what I do. So when a contract comes to me, Fred's listed a property. Um, We've gotten 14 million offers. We take the best, strongest offer. He sends it over to me and we're under contract. Sellers and buyers agree. Everything looks great. Let's do this. Let's hit the ground running. I go through the contract and I parse through the information and I pull out the relevant dates. So every contract that you fill out will tell you what your close date is. So that's 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 21 days. We just did a 15-day close. Six Um, hours. Six hours, right. It's California, so can you close tomorrow night? Um, So 
that those dates is what I keep track of. And those dates, each date is attached to something in the agreement that has to be removed. So these are called contingencies. So we have a contingency for a loan. So you're going to get a loan. You are going to buy a house and you need a $400,000 loan. That takes time. You can't just go to a bank and say, hi, I'd like $400,000. And they're like, you look super trustworthy. Here's the briefcase full of the money. Well, wait a second. No, no, no. You're (laughs) absolutely wrong. You're absolutely wrong. I want you to Google Eddie Murphy, Saturday Night Live. Oh, I love that one. Mr. White. Yeah, that one's very funny. Uh, It is hysterical. It would not apply anymore, though. It would not. You got to see it. (laughs) It's so good. It is so good. I mean, when it came out, I remember the night it came out, I was just screaming. Looks like this is going to be a Um, (laughs) two-parter. Yeah, so. You're showing me the time. Keep going. Okay. So, no, no worries. So. Well, I think yeah. I think it's now all this crap that you have afterwards. It's state disclosures, county disclosures, local disclosures, mm-hmm. and kind of what should people be looking for, you know? So, yeah, I would say the, as far as disclosures go, so we have the transfer disclosure statement. So that's the TDS. That's the first one I talked about. Then we have the seller property questionnaire, the SBQ. That is also a super important disclosure. That's the second disclosure I talked about. The third one was the NHD, which is the natural hazard disclosure. That's the one where really it's just dependent on your, you know, home insurance company and your level of comfort. And then it breaks down into disclosures from there. We have water heater disclosures. Do you have a water heater? Is it strapped properly? Does it work? Do you have carbon monoxide detectors? Do they work? is your home built before a certain amount of time for lead? So lead paint, was it um, built before 1960? If it was mm-hmm. built before 1960, you need an earthquake disclosure. And that goes into if your house is properly strapped, if it's got reinforcement in um, for an earthquake, then you have the hazards disclosure. And that is separate from the natural hazard disclosure. That talks about, um, we give you a big booklet and you go through it and it talks about energy conservation and possible hazards associated with a home purchase as far as like gases and water and energy and those sorts of things. Another thing that could scare you from buying a house. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, and then you can have actual, you know, targeted disclosures. The city of San Jose, um, as an example, has a tree disclosure. And that has to be included on every sale of any home in San Jose. So yeah, you can get down into the actual, um, you know, city disclosures, and then you can have a county disclosure and state disclosures and... And basically, so you know, you're just signing, not saying that you understand and agree with it. It's just that you receive these disclosures. That's all it is. That's that's the really important Mm -hmm. thing because I've Mm -hmm. had people read things. Well, I don't agree with that. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. It's boilerplate. 
I've never heard really anybody, any buyer ever of mine had a problem with these kind of things. I mean, the kind of things are like title. The other stuff that you get in some of these disclosures are like the title insurance. There might be a problem on there. That's got to get solved. So that's not a really disclosure. That's an actual thing. Um, so, you know, all the inspections, whatever they can put, roof inspection, home inspection, termite inspection. But you get stuff like how far are you from an airport? How far are you from a toxic waste site? Which in New Jersey is the only thing they do in addition to the sales agreement. How far are you from the toxic waste site? In other words, where are some of the bodies buried? Isn't the whole state? Yeah, pretty much. But That's a really good point. Jersey has cleaned up. Love you, Jersey. Love you. Love it. Shout out to our millions of Jersey listeners. Absolutely. I loved the movie Garden State. (laughs) There you go. Um, I I lived so it, yeah. I lived in Philly. I went down the shore, but that's a different entire podcast. Yeah. So the bottom line is, there's a bunch of stuff. Ask us. Don't be scared. Most of it's just BS disclosures because they have to. So absolutely. And we are definitely going to have Brianna on for another podcast because this was very informative and we yeah, really we can appreciate talk, it. And we then, can talk condo docs. That's great. Yes. Oh my God. So that exciting. Stop Ooh. it. Um, Brianna, I would like to hear from you because I always plug a little commercial for Ariba into every podcast. So what do you see with Ariba? What is your... Um, what things do you like about it? Why should people pick it? That sort of thing. I think the way that we have structured the fees and the way, meaning that we don't take these insane commissions. And when I first got into real estate in 2011, I was like, oh my goodness, I, you're telling me I can make $65,000 if I sell a house? Like, yes, I'm in, I'm my own boss. I don't have to do anything except, Sounds you know, great. show. It's so, it's so blurring, lucrative. Uh, yes, yes. And you're just like, yes. And that's as and, far as most people get. So now what? <laughs> absolutely. And then you get into it and then, or you buy or sell your own home. And then you realize like, yes, it does it take work. Absolutely. But does it take $65,000 worth of work? Um, no. And I, as someone who bought and I used fraud, um, bought my house four years ago, just having that flat fee and being able to take what would have been, you know, going to him for you do work by all means there's work that goes into this but above and beyond instead I got to invest that back into my home and I think I think that that is so important and especially in California the real estate market is insane insane and everybody's pulling from everywhere their RSUs and they're pulling from their retirement sometimes and they're pulling from all these crazy places just to get a piece of property here. And when you can have somebody that can acknowledge and understand, you know, their place in this purchase for you as not being, you know, there to make a bunch of money, but to facilitate a dream or a move or whatever for you, 
That's amazing. And then the other part that I love about Ariva is we are paperless. We don't do paper. We haven't for years. Um, And I, you know, as a millennial, hashtag millennial, I find that very important. Um, I also like that we use Slack with our clients. Mm -hmm. It is Mm -hmm. so easy for me. I had a client yesterday slacked me and said, Hey, I need, you know, this certain piece of paper, this document associated with my transaction. And I was like, no problem. Boom. There you go. There's the document. You've got it. That's unheard of. A lot of people are still, you know, printing out and having people sign. I mean, we do have title title companies, mortgage companies. Oh my God. The third thing I would say is Fred. Mm -hmm. Um, he is so knowledgeable, so direct, which I appreciate in a transaction like this. I don't want somebody to shine rainbows up my bum. I want somebody to be honest. And we don't shine rainbows up your no, bum. No, great commercial. Yeah, great just tagline. honest and direct. And you know, we had a client that was trying to go rogue on their own recently and do stuff. And Fred was like, "Please do not do this. If you do this." This will be the domino effect. And they didn't Guess listen. What? And the domino effect happened. Mm-hmm. And then they came back to Fred frustrated, like, well, what the heck, man? And Fred's like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so I told you, but it's okay. I'll fix it because I'm awesome. He's a big component of that. And just all of us, all homegrown, we're together. We are all experts in our different areas and fields. And so, yeah, I just, I think there's great things that we're trying to accomplish and do. And I would say those are the three ones, the flat fee, the paperless Slack communication, instant communication with our clients, which is really rare and Fred and the rest of the team. Uh, I think that is great. And you can see why we call this podcast, We Fixed Real Estate, because really, we are on our way to fixing real estate. And congratulations to everyone listening who just got some amazing information today. Any parting words, Fred? Uh, pay cash, That's great. class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All cash, no contingencies, and fast and highest bid. That's it, and you win. Yes. Yeah. And and wait a second, we'll actually have a way to do that soon. So yeah, I, I, I will. I will. I will just tease that out. Teaser. Yeah. Teaser. All right. Well, stay tuned for part two coming up um, in the next week with Brianna. This was so great. Thank you all so much. And please check out Ariva.com to learn more information. And, you know, have you found out how much your rebate is today? Go to Ariva.com and find out. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.